Hey everybody, Caleb James here. I just wanted to let you know that the audio quality on this episode got all muffed up. So, apologies for that. We were going to have it as a regular episode. Now it's just a DBS episode because why not? Oh well, these things happen. Hope you enjoyed anyway. You ever have a wet nightmare? A wet nightmare? Yeah. Is that like... It's like a wet dream, but, but from a nightmare. So, like, instead of, like, having sex with, like, the fine-ass chick you want, like, you're getting, like, you're in prison getting, like, getting raped or something, and you, you still want, like, uh, it still gets you off, but it's not what you thought, like, it's not something you're happy about. Uh, far with that, man. I was thinking, like, I don't know, getting chased by a bear or something. No, you just went straight prison. Or what's the word? Or get, like... Uh, having that happen to you, would that happen in your dream? Or if you're busting a nut because you're getting chased by a bear in your dream? I don't know. Is it one of the Charmin bears? They got pretty fluffy behinds. <laughs> a very good question, Spencer. I don't, I don't know. I don't know the answer to this. I just felt like this was a topic you'd be an expert in. I seem like if anybody's going to ejaculate from horrible nightmares and bad things, Cthulhu <laughs> monsters coming out, it would probably be you. Why? I don't know. You seem like the guy that would enjoy a good... Uh, Cthulhu sex fiction or something. You're you're, you're the horror guy. I mean, I'm into erotica with the horror. Oh, okay, sure, sure. I mean, I like a pair of nice drugs as much as the next guy, but I don't need him shooting acid at me or something. (laughs) Oh, man. What would be the worst sexual experience, like supernatural sex experience, you think you could have? I mean, acid titties is pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, and that never crossed my mind until right now. <laughs> the movie, I think it's called Teeth, the Vagina. Oh, the yeah. That, that would be an awful surprise. Yeah. I feel like you have to, t- that's like STD. You have to tell somebody you have that. You would think. Like, hey, just so you know, might have a couple molars in there, yeah. maybe a couple canines. Yeah. Just be careful. Uh, little, little things, you know. What happens if you need a root canal? <laughs> And that's when, like, you need a dentist and a gynecologist. Like, that's a specialist right there. Yeah, that's going to cost you some money. Ooh. I think we should stop talking about this, yeah. probably. Yeah. It's, it, it, when we start off gross, it, that's usually really bad. It expired quick. And this has nothing to do with the topic of the day. No. But I'm okay with that sometimes. Yeah. yeah that's fun. Ashley told me, I think he's mentioned a couple times, that we probably talk about dicks too much on this show. And I'm thinking... <laughs> I feel like, you know, they always say, rate what you know. We talk about what we know, and that just happens to be willies. Because that's, because if I'm not dealing with dicks all day, I'm playing with mine. So, what, what do you got? I mean, you're looking at some of the best podcasts out there. There's a lot of dick going on in that. A lot like, of dick. Like, imagine, like, I want somebody, and that's probably somebody, some crazy super fan out there that's done it. Like, there's going to be, like, a Joe Rogan, like, podcast and just, like, the average dick talk that is done on an episode given couple episodes there certainly is not an underrepresentation of dick <laughs> yeah. in podcast form or any form probably there's probably way too many yeah there's too much to dig around to be fair i think i brought up dicks a lot when i'm doing when we we're talking about the house of leaves book but at the same <laughs> time there's some dick talk in that book okay yeah there's a lot of dick stuff in there so i can't what's fucking out there man i don't know Hey there, everybody.
everybody. Welcome to the Drunken Pen Writing Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb James. With me, as always, Spencer, the Polynesian Pimple Popper Church. What's up, Spencer? Hey, guys. Popping them pimples. Popping them pimples. Pimple popping on a handstand. Got a YouTube 10 channel and everything. Fucking right. You can make some buck if you got some bad acne. A certain chinless motherfucker I know would have made bank ten years ago if that was like a thing. <laughs> Let's get on topic. Today's episode, if you can handle it, five reasons why I, Caleb James, hate comic book culture. Dun, dun, dun. I figure you're like the perfect gang to my gang on this one because, like, we both like comics. But I, I still think you're going to agree with some of these. Oh, yeah. Like, as I stated before uh, before recording, I haven't had a chance to read what I'm sure is a fine article yet. Um, but I will probably do. I probably will agree on probably most of your... Well... It's just, if anything, I will have a deeper... Not, like, you know... Yeah, you can go like, a little deeper. Like, what you probably, you know, like, feel is probably just tenfolded in me. Like, <laughs> yes, that is terrible. Well, for anybody interesting, I actually uh, the article just published this morning. So, but by the time uh, you're listening to this podcast, it's like fucking two weeks old. Yeah. So we got so many in the can already because we're like on it now. Being proficient, you have like a fucking head of the game. Shouldn't swear so much. Shit. Wow. Um, I don't know because there might be children from Australia listening. I think they could handle it. They're from Australia. Quick shout out. I don't know if you've been listening to the file papers. I think it was like the newest episode of the ear read this. Not the newest one, the second file papers. I think his that's kind of like their DBS episode, yeah. sort of. But uh, there's one episode where Ash is just like battle rapping through most of it. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, I told him like because he was talking about like not doing that anymore. I told him like, dude, that shit was hilarious. Yeah, I was because uh, I've been looking through um. A couple of the older ones, because like, they've only been, they feel like their second year doing it or something like that. They haven't been doing it super long. So, like, and, like, especially those first couple are, are pretty short. So I've been, like, working my way through those. And, like, he's, like, yeah, he's done that a couple of times, and they're great. Yeah. I forget which one. I literally just, I think it was yesterday I listened to it. But, like, the story he was he was talking about dealt with twins. So he, so he played, he twin like he did like he did he recorded himself talking to himself that's very enjoyable it almost made me want to give up well i don't want to spoil anything but we mentioned in one of our last episodes that uh we might just quit writing and become mumble rappers and some of our studious fans uh thought that was a great idea and want to see us do that so now we're gonna be mumble rappers. Gonna drop an LP out here soon. Gonna get a record. It's a single, just a single. Maybe not a snippet of a single. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, probably gonna be all about dicks. Rich would have been a great mumble rapper. Yes, he would. He's probably still out around kicking somewhere. Yeah, if he's not. If he's not, like, pickled in his own juices on the couch somewhere, like, somebody, he just died and they forgot about him, whoever his roommate was, um, <laughs> he's, he might be alive, I don't know. Anyway, five reasons why I hate comic book culture. Now, I'm just going to tell you now, even if you're not a fan of comics, this one pretty much applies to all fiction, I find, for the most part. There's a couple on here that might not. Like, any, 
But that fucking constant, like, I have to just jump you yeah. when you like make a slip. It's so annoying. So that's just one thing I always, like, even back when I first got into it, almost turned me off of the culture completely. Because yeah. I'm like, do I really want to get involved in this if I'm constantly going to be judged on my knowledge of shit when I'm just trying to, you know, be entertained yeah. and have a good time? There are times that it is kind of cool. Or not cool, but, like, if you're kind of getting um, competitive or, like, because sometimes people will just be like, they'll just try to uh, throw out, like, random, like, oh, do you know when? And, like, as long as it's, uh, you know, uh, civil between the people doing it, that can be kind of fun. Because yeah. then you're trying to think of, like, extra things that might stump somebody or they might not know. Because, like, I've been known to kind of do the, well, actually, yeah. <laughs> all right, let me try to tell you a story. We were, me and a couple of my buddies, we were out to see... It was one of the early, it had to be one of the early, like, Marvel movies. But for some reason, like, because it was, like, the premiere night, and there was that, there was a Spider-Man question. I don't think it was a Spider-Man movie, because, like, I don't think it was, like, the third one, and it, I didn't go see the, the new first one with anybody. But, so, like, you know, they was asking questions, and they had, like, little things that, you know, if you got it right there, give it to you. Mm -hmm. And the question was... What um what team is is Spider Man like a new new member like he just started he just became a member of this team now <laughs> somebody said the Avengers and you got the thing and you oh, actually it's the new Avengers oh, oh, oh. now you're just being fucking shallow but especially at that time. The Avengers and the New Avengers were two completely different teams. Like, you know, right. one more kind of like, that was doing like kind of um a lot of the Civil War kind of stuff. Like, so like the New Avengers were kind of like very low level street, kind of like on the run kind of. And the Avengers were still like Iron Man and had like, you know, they were kind of the big like, you know, team. They were two different teams, like, and I was like, eh, and they ended up giving me a thing because you know yeah, you're being a dickhead. Yeah, you're being a dickhead, but well, here's here's the thing: it's a fine line between being passionate about something yeah. and feeling superior to other yeah. people because you're involved deeper in that thing. Yeah. So if you're really into comics and you just want to spread, you know, sometimes, especially when you get around, like you have, like us, we like I like reading. You yeah. like reading. Nobody else I fucking know read. Nope. So whenever you get a chance to talk books, you kind of blah, 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 yeah. like you're fucking like Energizer you're Bunny. Get it all out. Yeah, so you're kind of exploding. Anytime comes information's coming at you, you're bringing it right back. That's understandable. That's passion. Yeah. But when you're say with a group of fucking people at a you know a comic book convention in a panel or something, and the fucking panel, you know, whoever's doing the panel mistakes a character for another character, and you immediately just blurt out, "Well, actually." Yeah. Now you're, are you just being a dick to show off that you know and they don't? Especially like in like that setting where like everybody in the room knows. Knows. Well, that's the thing when you're correcting somebody that everybody fucking knows. Especially like like I said the Hank Castle reference yeah. earlier is like if it's just a slip of the tongue, even the person who fucked up probably knows that yeah. they fucked up. You're not really correcting them to. You just want to show. Oh, I, I know that and you didn't. And, and, and I just want to go back to my story. And, and I also just kind of really wanted whatever it was that they were giving out for free. Like, yeah. like, like, well, you're getting something. That's more of a competition, though. Yeah. I mean, competitions are obviously different. You're not doing that with, you know, if your mom came in and 
fucking referred to the thing's real name as fucking, instead of Ben, she called him, like, Andrew or something, you're probably not going to be like, you hey, know, it's Ben Grimm. You're my- I was wondering if you were actually going to, like... Yeah, like... I was wondering if I was going to actually... Well, well actually, I, I thought about actually fucking with you, but if we'll get to the actually... Did you know the thing is Jewish? Yes, we went to a whole we a panel that? about that. Remember the Jew panel? Oh, yeah. Danny yeah. Fingeroth went yeah. on and on and on. <laughs> and then I did, like, the artwork there with the Jew with the dreidel and the oh, yarmulke. Yeah. We were just like, oh, my God, what did we get in? We were front row. We couldn't escape. It, it, was so, it was so weird because he just got married in the new Fantastic Four series that they're doing. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, weird seeing him, like, have yeah, a yarmulke on, stomp, stomping on the glass. Going back to the Jewish panel real quick, I just, I felt like, and I'm sure you did, too, we can't, front row. You can't just walk out on the Jews. That's like bad form, right? Yeah. Like a Jewish well, panel. Because they're talking about like the Holocaust and stuff. You get like, all right, I'm done with this. Well, I think it was after that one that anytime we went to a panel that he was at, was head in the back. Yeah. So if it was bad, we could just kind of staunch all on out. He was involved in the Ren and Stimpy panel for some reason, and he was very good there. He was probably just like the moderator, I'd imagine. Yeah, they had a moderator and a bunch of shit. I don't know. Number four, and this might just be a personal preference, and this one I should just. I mean, it goes through the movies, too, but mainly the comic books. There are too many damn titles. There's just too much fucking to choose from. And to break it down even further, and with movies, there are too many options, which yeah. is a good thing, but a bad thing. Because if you go, say, the book world, if you go online and just type in sci-fi and Amazon, you're just, what do you even choose? Yeah. Like, that's too many options. And it sucks because, you. I mean, you want to have a lot of options, but when I go to a comic store... Sometimes I feel overwhelmed if oh, yeah. it's been a while and I don't have like a regular title I'm buying, which has been like the last year I haven't bought anything regularly. So shut up. I, I did have the fucking second issue on the shelf too. Why did you sell it to me, Colin? I already bought it off of you, you fuck. Like five years ago. I need to know. So that, do you want a second issue of Sin City? No, I'm good. I got like fucking probably fifteen of them when you keep selling them to me. But you know you, you do. Especially if you're just looking for something new, you might do the lap around the new comics and just see what's out. But there are just so many fucking options. And I just try to think, like, people that are into especially Marvel and DC, how the fuck do you keep up if you're trying to stay current on not just, you know, what titles you like, but with the crossovers and everything else? Like, I feel like it could just be overwhelming. It can be. Because I remember I was buying, like, I think six titles a month. Like, uh... And most of them, other than, like, some of the Valiant stuff, were short series. Yeah. Just, like, maybe six issues or something. And even then, I was like, I was spending, like, 30, you know, 24, 30-something bucks a month just yeah. on these six titles. I'm like, how do you, these people do it when they're buying, like, fucking 20 I mean, comics a week? I would say, yeah, I'm, I'm about, like, anywhere between, like, the seven to nine a week now. Except after, like, I've been doing some, like, extreme, like, cutty, cutting the, like, the past couple months and just try to get me down. It's That's got to be fucking... That's, that's, that's got to be tough, man. I don't know how you do it. But uh, just to, you know, divert things back to the movies a little bit here. Um, even the movies, I don't... For the most part, unless it's, like, a character I really, really like, I don't even see the movies in theaters anymore because yeah. they cost too much and they come out too frequently. I mean, if I was just like, okay, I'm just going to see Marvel movies... Or I'm just going to see DC movies or just, like there's just too many options yeah. because when you got Marvel and DC and then you just add in like the things I like, like John Wick, yeah. Blade Runner, just any of these things, 
I don't have time for that. Yeah. I got the lady and she don't want to see any of the movies I want to see. So it's like, I can't just go all every weekend to the movies. I mean, I, like, I know that you guys don't do this a lot, but like, then you, like you were saying earlier, but like, then you had like TV shows on yeah. top of that. It's just, it's just too much. Um, I don't want to go into this topic too much. You read it on the article, but. Um, it actually does go into my number three gripe, which is the market is oversaturated, yet people begrudgingly continue to buy. And what I mean by that is, going back to the titles, I've heard more than one person talk about a title they're reading that they are not enjoying or a TV show they're watching that they're not enjoying or even like a movie franchise that they haven't liked the last few movies. Yet they continue to buy, they continue to watch. Like, it's almost like kind of an obsessive hoarder culture to oh, a degree. Oh yeah, you have well, then, well, you got like um people like you know you, you've got like five hundred issues in a row of Batman, and they can be bad for like a year or two. Do you so? Do you like do you slog through it, hoping like hey it's gonna get better soon, or do you cut bait and? Go to something else or... See, that's the thing. And I realized when I was buying my regular comics and I was getting a lot, I noticed, like, especially near the end when I started reading more, like, those giant fucking books, I just didn't have time. Like, uh, Bloodshot, for instance. I probably... Uh, or Descender is even a better example because I was, like, 20 issues... I'd say maybe, like, 15 issues ahead of where I was reading, and then I, I still haven't read them. So I'm like... Why am I collecting something that I'm not reading and I'm not planning to actively read anytime soon? Like, you, you should know it, Jim. Well, I know it's really good. I like the beginning. But I could have just went trades. Yeah. And that's another thing. You could just go trades. But, like, the single issues, I feel like a lot of people – I mean, like you said, okay, you have 500 issues of Batman. At this point, are you just collecting them just because you've been collecting them? I mean, some people do do that. You know? I mean, if you're just a collector, okay. But when you're actively bitching, like, oh, this sucks. I haven't yeah. been re I haven't read the last 30 issues, and I'm probably, I don't want to fucking read it. It sucks. It really fell off. Why do you keep buying it? But the, the only bad thing about the whole, um, you know, like, trade, the, the trade rating, waiting, especially when it comes to, like, the descenders kind of thing. It takes a while. It takes a while, but, like, say if, like, the majority of the people are just like, oh, I'm just going to wait for this to come out and trade. And the single issues don't sell and meet what they're supposed to. You might not get that trade. You might not get that trade, or you'll get a very shortened version of what that story yeah. will be because they have to, you know, they can't do it. Hopefully, they get a chance to to work to wrap it up somehow. That's true. Um, I think the movies are a good example of what we're talking about because, and you see this with the DC people a lot. I don't know if it's just the haters or the fanboys. I'm not sure which side it is. But they go and they go see the movie. Most of the time, they plan on shitting on the movie yeah. anyway. But regardless of that, we'll get into that later. The people want to go, like they'll go see the new, you know, uh, Justice League movie, Aquaman, Wonder, whatever they see. And then say they get, you know, Suicide Squad, Batman vs Superman, and Justice League. They didn't like any of them. Next one comes out, they go see. It. It's like, again, why are you doing that, though? Is that obsession? You just have this obsession with, I got to stay current. I got to be in the know. Because you can wait for that to come out, yeah. you know, a DVD or something and rent it on, on demand or something. You don't have to spend your hard-earned money supporting something that's not going to be good quality. Mm -hmm. You and Hellboy, sir, you knew it wasn't going to be that good. 
And you went and saw it because you said, you specifically said multiple times, yeah. well, I just wanted them, you know, maybe they'll make a better one in the yeah. future. But you're supporting something that sucks. And what if they made a sequel because everybody else did the same thing? And then you got another shitty Hellboy. Well, well, maybe, well maybe the sequel would be better. Uh, I just don't think you should support. I think we support mediocrity too much at this yeah. point in the game. And that goes with books, too, because I see a lot of fiction that sucks, and it gets, like, pumped up just because people bought the other books in the series. But also, I also wanted to be, like, if I had problems with Hellboy... You want to be able to express be, the bitching of yeah, it properly. I don't, want, I don't want to be one of the guys, oh, it's shit, but what didn't you like about it? I don't know, I didn't watch it. You know what you could do, Spencer? Be like your buddy Caleb, who just won't talk about it. I don't need to be in the no, no man. I see, that's what you and me differ, because people actively come and seek out my opinion on things. But they only do that because you have the opinion. If you, Well, I mean, if you like that kind of thing, I guess. I don't like people bugging me too much. No, I mean, yeah, no, I don't. Especially like the people at work. Yeah. Hey, like, even like, hey, what did you think? Or the, did you see the Dark Phoenix? Did you see, I would have just lied and been like, I don't know. <laughs> even if I did, I'd be like, nope. See, there's an example. The Dark Phoenix looked like dog shit to me. Age of Apocalypse looked like dog shit to me. Did not go see either of those in the theater. Not going to see Dark Phoenix probably at all because I heard it just sucks. And, yeah, it's very. Yeah, I'm not. I, I saw a bootleg of uh, Armageddon or whatever. Apocalypse. Same fucking shit. It doesn't matter. It was Armageddon for the X Men franchise. But I, I saw it and I still didn't like it. And I just didn't support it. Now I will say, I went and saw all the Wolverine movies, like the origin movies, yeah. and. To be fair, the first one, you're like, it's Wolverine. It's probably going to be cool. And then it sucked. You're like, oh. But then I was like, well, the other one's got Samurai. It yeah. might be all right. And that one kind of sucked, too. It was a little better. That one was good until, like, the end. Then it was trash. In, in the giant Samurai suit, robotic suit. Then that, that was bad. But then we got Logan, though. Yeah, see? It is are. You fucking did it, finally. See, th again, we're talking about fine lines here. There's a fine line between obsession and just kind of supporting things you like because, you know, maybe it is a character you like. You like Hellboy. Yeah. I can see you want to go. I'm not a Hellboy fan, really. I never read the comics. So for me to go see a Hellboy movie that I think is going to be garbage yeah. would not make sense. But if you have, you know, they keep making them. You Hellboy 2 and then that's trash and then Hellboy 3. Or are you going to even go see it? Well, well yeah, it was, and, well, that's the thing. Like, you know, if they say they're not going to make a sequel to this from pretty much from what But just saying if they if, did. And if they did, and, like, I went to go see that one, and they, that one was still, like, hot garbage. They finally bail. And then, like, if they did a third one, that's when I would probably be like, well, uh, I just think the fans. Well, I kind of did that. And it wasn't, like, really on purpose, but, like, I kind of did that with, like, the Star Wars, like. Right. Like, I've seen all the new Star Wars that, that came out. Like, now, granted, I, I, like, I'm not one of those fuckers who, like, for, like, I, I give it, like, two or three weeks before I go see a Star Wars movie, so I don't have to deal with, like, any of that nonsense. Right. Um, but, you know, it's like, I like, the, you know, the, the first one I liked, the, you know, the Rogue One, I thought was probably been the best out of them all so far. Um, even like the second one, I, I, I didn't think like, I didn't hate like everybody else did, but like, you know, then like solo came out and it's just like, I don't, this is a lot of stuff. Like, I don't, I don't, like, I kind of wanted to see it, but like, I just never had time. And it wasn't one of those things where I was just like, I need to see this. I also don't like feeling pressured to see something just because it's popular. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's the inner hipster in me, but I just kind of, I get annoyed. Like, I went, I, well, I didn't go see it in theater, but I did see The Force Awakens, and I actually liked that one. I'm not a Star Wars guy, 
But there's a lot of movies that, like Endgame. I almost didn't want to go see it in the theater, which I didn't, by the way. I'm yeah. watching at home, but I almost didn't want to see it in the theater just because everyone's like, oh, I gotta see anything. I'm like, I can't wait. If I can. Everybody just talked about Same thing with Game of Thrones. Yeah. I just never got on board with it because I didn't have HBO at the time when it came out. And that's actually like the kind of stuff I would really like to watch, probably. But people just fucking hyped it up so much. And then they get to the point where they're like, almost shitting on you if you don't watch it. Yeah. Like, there's something wrong with you. You're a loser for not watching a TV show. And that stuff is like, it just turns me off. Just makes me not want to fucking watch it at all. I'm like, what the fuck? Why? Fuck you. I don't, you know what? I don't, because I don't like you. I don't want to have something in common with you, so I'm not going to watch it. I'm going to do it out of spite, so go fuck yourself. <laughs> but Caleb, Westworld's so good. I know it's probably good, but I'm not going to watch it. Now. Westworld is pretty good. I know, I might get it. There's too many fucking, again, oversaturation. There's too many good things. Not enough time. My next point, and this one I think across the board everyone will agree with, and then at least 80% of those fuckers that are agreeing with it should take a look in the mirror because they're the <laughs> ones doing this. Everyone is a critic. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about, fuck, I saw Dark Phoenix yesterday and that movie stunk. No, I'm talking about, oh, did you see who they cast for the Dark Phoenix a year before the movie yeah. even has a trailer? Oh, that movie's going to be terrible. I don't want to. And then you just get fucking articles and everything. Like, people go out of their way to hate and shit on things. Before they even have a trailer. And this is in this movie about stuff that they like, and you'd think that they their first, you think their first reaction until they get a reason not to to be to like it, to try to you know embrace it. Right. But yeah, people just would take like anything, especially like that kind of stuff is so strange too because it's like look at like Hugh Jackman in the first X Men movie. I'm sure people probably gave shit about that, and that he, he, because, like, I don't know, he wasn't originally, they had somebody else for that movie, Yeah. and they got injured, and so then he got it, so. He's, like, tall, and he wasn't buff back then, no, either. No, he was fucking skinny, like, he was, like, he was, um. It's like a normal-looking dude. Yeah, he was fit, like, he was, like, he, you know, he was defined and, and stuff like that, but, like, yeah, he wasn't, like. The Hugh Jackman that he is he's now. He's like jogger Hugh Jackman. Yeah, yeah. He's like Pilates Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Well, I bring this up, and Hugh Jackman's actually a good point, because, you know, Wolverine's not tall, and it's like, okay, but then you end up really liking him anyway. It's a movie. Fucking use your imagination. Yeah. Let it, you know. But anyway, an example I used in the article just because in my lifetime, um, this was like the first, and again, I was probably like three or four years old when it came out, but just in my lifetime, what I remember like would be the first big critique for something that didn't even come out yet, was uh, Michael Keaton as Batman. Oh, yeah. People are oh, a comedian. He, does, he can't be Batman. Yeah. And at that point, there wasn't a fucking good Batman yeah. movie to judge. So how like, would you even know? Like, I don't remember that because like I was still pretty young when that happened. But I do know like that was a lot. Like people like I mean, even like and even like like my my parents who aren't even into comic yeah. books were like, oh man, they were giving him shit whenever. <laughs> yeah. Batman seems to be especially right for that because we've had three Jokers now after Jack Nicholson gets shit on before the movie came out. You had uh, Heath Ledger's Joker. Nobody liked that casting. Uh, then we had um, Jared Leto, which could be rightfully so, maybe. I could see the way he looks and stuff. And then uh, Joaquin Phoenix, until the trailer came out, and then it seems like people actually are on board with that. But I, I just saw recently people were bitching about him wearing face paint 
because, you know, the Joker, he's supposed to be bleached in acid or something. Wait, there's what pissed me off. Where was uh, Heath Ledger's fucking, you know, the greatest Joker of all? Yeah. Where was his white skin? Yeah, oh, he yeah. painted it on, too. And, like, and like towards the end of that movie, most of it was off. Yeah, what the fuck are you talking about? It's just, like, this nitpicky bullshit people do. And they do it with every franchise. Uh, Harry Potter's right for it because everybody likes Harry Potter. And then they started making uh, diversity casting decisions, which could be questionable. I mean, what is it, like an Asian girl was a snake or something? They didn't like that because it might have been racist. Johnny Depp because he was going through some shit and they didn't like him in Fantastic Beasts until it came out they didn't do the shit. Yeah. And now they like him again. But it's like all these decisions and everybody shits and bitches and moans and fucking burps and farts and all this stuff. Before they see the fucking movie or read the book or read the comic, whatever it is, I'm just like, give it a chance before you shit on it. Yeah. I don't understand whatever like, happened to like that. If you see it and then don't like it, one hundred percent. Yeah. You're free to give your opinion on on that when, when asked about. When asked about, just not running off the mouth. Yeah, it's it's just super annoying because I can imagine if um. Say the Marvel Universe was established before Iron Man. Yeah. Like we had, uh, more specifically, before Nick Fury. Yeah. Say he didn't pop in until four movies in. Yeah. And then you had Samuel L. Jackson, and we had just white Nick Fury in the comics. I can see people shit. That's a, why would you cast him? That's not my Nick Fury. Now you don't even think about black Nick Fury. It's just the fucking Samuel L. Jackson. He's Nick mm -hmm. Fury. He's fucking great. There's a lot of things like that that happen. James Bond's another one. Can ever have a you know a black James Bond because in the book blah 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 it'll be a terrible but I figure you know if they got Idris Alba as James Bond and he I fucking destroys it I would watch the he would kill it and you know he would, would and then go, I would go to the movie theater to watch that yeah exactly and then it would be fucking awesome and then everybody would just forget about white they wouldn't give a shit too much well that's um have you ever heard the argument about uh should there be a black Batman I've not heard that one. Oh wait, I've heard something about maybe I did. Is it like uh like making him a rapper or something though, or his mm -hmm. family? That's what I heard. It was oh, like no. a rapper Batman, and uh, I just go on. I, it was no, fucking... no, um, like they brought this uh, topic up a couple of times, and I'm sure it's been like other places too. But like on one that Kevin Smith's podcast that he does like live with uh Mark Bernard and. And who is who is an African American gentleman himself, and who is you know comics, films, and all that stuff as a writer. And I forget how it got if it like got up by by like a like an article or a news thing, but it was like because it was a Gisalba like they should cast him yeah. as Batman and like could they have a black a black Batman? And Mark Mark Bonadon even said that he don't like. He doesn't see the need to make to make Batman black, really, because like that like the whole money thing is like that old rich like white money kind of thing. Kind of thing. In the 30s, I get it. Got to kind of have white Batman. Yeah. 30s, 40s, 50s. Man. 2019. How old's the? I mean, does it have to be 150? You know, 100 yeah, years yeah. old now. I think you could have black money now. Yeah. Plenty of black people have been rich long enough. Like he could be Batman. Yeah, I um I think if it like say Idris Elba is always a great example because he's fucking just great he's in everything. Awesome. 
Um, he could be he, Batman, he, Superman. I don't give a shit. I just say best actor for the job. Whoever does the best job. I so I kind of want to see it. Like I'm not a big fashion furious like dude, but I kind of want to see that Hobbs and Shaw. Actually, was awesome because you have The Rock, you have Jason Statham going up against a G. Salva, like yeah. who calls out who 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 says in the trailer that he that he's Black Superman because he gets like enhanced and stuff like that. This is a deleted scene from that The Rock posted on Instagram. He didn't post the scene, just a still from it, that he he uh, bit somebody's eyeball out in the scene. And mm-hmm. that was because that was based on his, like, Samoan grandfather or somebody that actually did that. I was like, Jesus, that's awesome. Why would you keep that in? But, like, somebody, but, like this kind of goes into, like, you know, like, criticizing things. Like, I've never been a big Fast and Furious fan. I've made fun of the movies, like, con- like countless times and stuff like that. But, like, that... Yeah. Internals movie, which are like these godlike celestial being kind of things. Um, kind of think like almost like um, Apocalypse and like the new gods, like that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. but in Marvel. Um, and so they just think like, and like those guys I'm not that familiar with, but like, um, there was a rumor that he might be like in, in for one of those because, and then like Angelina Jolie is supposed to be up for a cast role. Yeah, whatever. I saw that too. But like, I, I don't know about like the Punisher because they just—I don't think he has the build. I think even if like he put on the like the weight, I just don't think he has like. The, I think they were thinking of him because uh, oh, his wood, gun abilities and, and the, stuff and from John gun, Wick. Yeah, the Wick and his martial that. arts he knows. And I mean, actually, it would be a good casting choice if he just looked more like the character. I mean, even yeah. hair wise and stuff, he could look like the character. It's just like you said, the build. And yeah. he's in his fifties. I'm sorry, Cam, you're not getting jacked. In. Yeah. Let's get on the fucking bicycle and start riding that mother real quick. <laughs> Let's get under the Hugh Jackman diet. Yeah. Number one, Spencer. I think you'll like this one. Mm-hmm. Or you might not, and that's the problem. You aren't allowed to like or dislike certain things. If you go on, for instance, I follow, uh, I think it's Movie Web or something on Facebook. Yeah. They always post movie news. But if you look at any comment section, <sighs> if you said, I really, my favorite Marvel movies were Black Panther and Captain Marvel, you're getting attacked by a bunch of fucking incels. Because yeah. you're not allowed to like those movies for some reason. And that's what I cool. really can't stand about the culture is that it, depending on what your likes and dislikes are, you get attacked for it. Well, if you, even if you do like those, then you'd be, oh, you're just like those movies because you're trying mm-hmm. to jump on the bandwagon of, you know, the female superhero or the African-American superhero. You don't actually like it. You're, yeah. just, being, you're just saying that you like it. You're just pretending, you fucker. You should go kill yourself and then you'll get that kind of talk. It's like, what the fuck? How would you? Why would you tell somebody they should go kill themselves because they like Black Panther? Yeah, or don't like it, or don't like Black Panther because you get that too. Well, you just don't like because you're racist, piece of shit. Maybe they just didn't like. I didn't really think it was that good. I thought it was okay. I gave it like a, a C. Yeah, like I yeah, like I thought it was. I watched fun. it twice. I mean, I enjoyed it, but I didn't think yeah. it was like great. Yeah, I thought it was a fine movie, and then to our perspective of that movie can be completely so guys that yeah. have no yeah like it's just not we're not the demographic for that particular movie yeah. same with captain marvel which i saw last weekend 
I thought it was okay. Again, yeah. it was like the same level as Black Panther. It's just middle of the road superhero movie. I didn't think it was great. Didn't hate it. I probably wouldn't watch it again unless somebody else was watching it, but at the yeah, same like, time... Like, I wouldn't tell somebody not to watch it. Yeah, like, I'm not necessarily that demographic, but you get that all across the board. If you, uh, like, you know, who we talk about every fucking episode, Mr. Stephen King. <laughs> Used to be, you read Stephen King, you know, well, cool, everybody talked to you, because most people, that's what they read, or that, you know, they have some kind of, at least seen the movie, something. Yeah. But now, there's all, there's, like, a three-way divide. Stephen King fans... You have the people who don't like Stephen King because of his political beliefs, and then you have people who, so, smaller subset here, don't like Stephen King because he's not fine literature, you know, the yeah, snobs. Because so, yeah. uh, before we got Twilight and Hunger Games and the whole YA market and all this dog shit. See previous episodes. <laughs> See previous episodes, Gail's feelings on dog shit. I mean, YA fiction. Um... <laughs> Before you had all that, the genre and the fiction that you'd be belittled for reading usually came to Stephen King. Yeah. Because, you know, they, you, know you read horror, oh, you read oh, sci fi, you get that. It's trash. Yeah, something. oh, it's, you know, how in the fucking old days, in the 30s, you read comics, you were a little kid. Like, yeah. oh, you must be a little kid, you like comics. But Stephen King, because I, I remember growing up, like in the 90s, my mom was a big Stephen King fan, and I, that's where I got into him. She would, uh, Talk about, but oh yeah, I remember people would always like say stuff about him. Like, if you read Stephen King, you're not reading. And I looked up articles and stuff. It's true. Yeah. You read Stephen King, you weren't reading real literature. Yeah. Might as well have been reading a magazine. Yeah. But now, if you read Stephen King, people are probably like, oh, he's reading. Like they don't yeah. even. It's not lump because you know now you have like how probably we view somebody reading one of those fucking little YA trilogies or something that's written in crayon. Yeah. <laughs> probably uh, you look. Oh, are they really reading though? Yeah. You know, so we're almost snobs, and it's not like we're reading. Well, I am, but not yeah. you. You're not reading highfalutin literature and shit. So, I mean, I don't shit on people for anything to read unless it really sucks. Yeah. Even then, like if you're reading, I don't care. If you're, you feel like Twilight, good. You like Twilight? I, I've and, never even read Twilight. I don't know. Stuff that I would say that to. Like, like I'm not gonna say anything. Like. I, if I'm saying that kind of stuff, I'm saying it to like a friend of mine, joking that, around. Yeah, that they know that I'm busting their like busting their balls about it, or, they, or, or busting their labios, whatever. Well, if anybody that listens to this podcast regularly, so sorry for you. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you, man? You got mental problems. No, but anybody that listens to this podcast, like we did a whole episode of why they suck and stuff, and I don't think we were too critical by the end of it. But still, it's like not only is it like our opinions, but these aren't even, like, hard opinions. I'm not yeah. saying that all YA sucks because I don't read it. I wouldn't yeah. know. So when I say, like, oh, it's like, you know, Twilight sucks. I know Twilight sucks because I read excerpts from it. Like, I've actually studied how, why it sucks. Like, I know that Fifty Shades of Grey. Like, those things, okay, I can say those suck. Yeah. But even so, if you like them, that's fine. Yeah. You don't have to like what I like. That I mean, I'm sure the things I like people fucking shit on. It doesn't matter. But in this age of having to critique everything, it's either my opinion is right or you're just stupid. See, where I fall on, on this stuff, I, uh, like, it, it has to be bad. Like, it has to be bad for me to be, like, like, especially, like, when I come to, like, the comics and stuff, to be like, God, this, this is terrible. You, you shouldn't, like, because I'm just such a fan of the media, medium in general that I can normally be like, 
Uh, where either the the writing was good, or the art was okay, or the colors were really cool, or or something like you know, I can only come up with something that's glass half full kind of guy. Yeah, and like and like I said, I really enjoy the medium. Like I have a real love for it, so like I don't want to take that time and just shit all over it. Mm-hmm. And if I do, like um Kevin Smith, he's he said before like um. Which is which is a good thing. He's like he only talks about the things that he enjoys and loves. Like if it's something that he doesn't like, he just doesn't talk about. That's it. That's a great outlook. I'm like, well, that's kind of what I do. I mean, like I said, we talk about things we don't like, kind of as a form of comedy. Yeah. But we don't talk about it seriously. We're not sitting here going. We're not. We're not signing petitions. And- yeah, we're not trying to get movies boycotted and things like that. And uh, yeah, that's a really good outlook on life though is why focus on the negative i don't know why people do that and the only time i think being critical i wouldn't say necessary but can be beneficial is say um you have like a big time writer like a james patterson or somebody like that and maybe they were putting out quality books but now they just kind of co-write books with somebody like they just phone it in well you kind of have to call them out on their shit if you want them to change it like, it's big name people. But if you have somebody who is, like, a indie author or something, I mean, you can be like, hey, man, you know, maybe work on this or work on that yeah. or something. But you don't just shit on it because they're fucking trying. Yeah. They're doing what they can. They're not Stephen King. Like, if Stephen King put out a series of really dog shit books, he'll eventually get the feedback and be like, okay, I need to, you know, up it or quit. Yeah. I have to do better or quit. And... I guess what maybe people feel like that's what they're doing with these movies and stuff, but you're not doing that when you see a trailer and you immediately take apart the whole movie that yeah. you haven't seen yet. Yeah. Like if you like you said, see the movie first, and then go ahead and fucking go to Rotten Tomatoes and whatever. But don't do what they did with Captain Marvel, where they gave it the lowest rating possible on Rotten Tomatoes before the movie came out. Yeah. Like that's just stupid. Like bombarding get groups and groups of people because you don't like the feminist views that the movie has that you haven't seen yeah. that you don't even know if it does. And it, and it does, like, it doesn't really have that much. No. And, like, when we talk about, like, Black Panther, that was one of the things that I really enjoyed about Black Panther is, like, going into that movie, I, I was really worried that it was going to have this agenda that it was going to try to push and force feed down your throat. And not saying that that... What the, the agenda is not an important thing, that, and it doesn't need talked about and brought up, but to just have, like, I was really worried that it was just going to be, like, crammed down, that, like, that was going to be the forefront of the movie, and it wasn't. Like, they, they talked about it, and they touched on those elements in, in, a, in a logical, good way that, you know, played with the story, but they, like, you know, they didn't force it, like, I was well, worried that was like that they the, were going to do. That was like the Creed movies. It gave you a glimpse into the lifestyle that might not be your own, yeah. you know, two white guys from, I guess we're not from the fucking suburbs, we're kind of from a shitty city, yeah. but we're not from, like, Philadelphia. No. We're not from, like, a major city with, uh, you know, major ghettos and major projects and things like that, but it gives you, like, a look into that life, but it's not pushing this message at you. The story comes first. Yeah. Same with Black Panther. The story came first. That's why it was good. Yeah. If it was a pro, like, black movie, and that was first, and then the story came second, okay, then I could see the critiques being, you know, applicable. But as far as, like, what Marvel does, they do a good job of not making these topics. Like, Captain Marvel, okay, you have some feminist undertones, but why is that bad? I mean, you can say the same thing for Wonder Woman. Nobody was bitching about that. 
strong woman, yeah. you know, things like that. Like, it's not, I don't know why it has to be like all or nothing. Like, it's either the whole movie is this feminist crapshoot or it's just a fan, you know, fun, normal Marvel movie. Because, like, on most things, I'm kind of like, Meh. Yeah. Like, it's good. It's not, it's not great. It's not terrible. It's actionable. Like, I just don't, I don't get the whole critique culture. I, and it's only seemed to have started in the last five years or so, like, gotten real hardcore. And you, most things I blame because of social media, but this one, it seems to, I don't think social media is the necessary culprit for this. I don't know what it is. But then when they too, you get, like, say, you get two people who start a podcast where all they talk about is just shitting on things, and they get a following, and they're like, well, if I like this, I might have, like, have to just talk shit about it because that's... Yeah, that's what our fan base is, yeah. and then you see people who really like that podcast, and they want to start a podcast yeah. and do the same fucking yeah. thing, and it kind of spreads. Um, I just hate the I hate the critique culture and like I I'm one like I used to be the guy especially when it's not um it's not critiquing in a way to try to make it better better it's trying to tear it down it's trying to tear it all down for no reason so they don't make more and then nobody's happy because there are people that there's there's the thing people can't look beyond their opinions to realize other people might actually like what you didn't like so if you're tearing something down. One, some people might take that as an offense to because you're saying, especially when you use harsh words like it's shitty, it's the worst thing ever made. Because now that's reflecting on them because they liked it. So you're almost think, attacking I, someone. I can't remember what it was called, but I remember seeing something like it was called along the lines of like a cinema abortion, abortion or something like that. Yeah. That's, that's harsh. That is that's real harsh. <laughs> and then, uh, like I used to be a guy who, if I was watching a movie I wasn't familiar with, I would. Um, Check the Rotten Tomato score, you know, yeah. to see. And then Rotten Tomatoes became like this big, not only cesspool of fucking incels and people that just hate on things for no reason. It seems to have become a like a like a money train where people just like studios will pump money into it to get good reviews. Yeah, that's why you see like movies with ninety percent or eighty percent, but the fan ratings like fucking ten percent. What like why is that so different? Or you get the opposite. I've seen many movies that I thought were excellent, and the fan rating's like 80, 90%, yeah. but the movie critic review is like 27. It's like something, there's something clearly going on. They should at least be close to even, you would think. Yeah. Like maybe an artsy movie, the critics will like it more. Maybe like an action, fun movie like a Thor or something would be higher yeah. on the audience scale. But to, to have almost complete opposites, that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Like something fishy's going on. Especially, like, something like, a couple movies or something like that, like, it'd be one thing, but when it's, like, m- most of them, that's when it's, like, what's what's the deal here? Something's going on. We're hitting almost the hour mark, so before we go, are there any things that you hate about the, you know, comic book culture that I haven't touched on? Because these are, like I say in the article, I'm not an outsider to com- the comic world, but I'm not like, deep into it. I'm, like, I'm not, like, even, like, a you who yeah. gets weekly books and is always at the comic shop, does podcasts for the con. like, I'm not that deep into it. I'm kind of just below the fringes. I mean, we, we kind of, we, we kind of talked about most of the things that I don't like. You, you get, um, you get these people, especially, like, once you, like, like, whenever you've gone to a store for a long time and you kind of get to know the owner, and you like you talk to them and you get an idea of like like their end of things mm-hmm. 
and of just how um uh like how some customers are like it isn't more of time than like a, like uh Colin had like somebody's ordered like a like a two three hundred dollar statue and then comes in they'd be like oh I can't grab mine I don't I don't no, I don't I don't want that and it's like what the fuck is he supposed to do with that that's more of an inconvenience kind of thing like that's more of a uh, inconsideration yeah that that could be anywhere though yeah not just comic fans yeah I've been lucky within my own personal like life and space that I haven't had to deal with too many like like the comic book asshole people like myself. Um, it's just all like seeing these Nimrods like online and like hearing about like what, you know, somebody said, you know, on, on Twitter or something like that. I've haven't actually had too many like face to face confrontations or people that I've known to act. You know, like, of these, I think really are just like, and you don't want to stereotype, but I think a lot of them are just like basement dwelling incels. And they they just, probably, that's why they're spewing so much hate because they hate their lives. And they probably don't even like the stuff as much. They just know that they can. Probably not. They probably don't even buy comics that much or anything like that. They just look for something to hate on because they're trying to outwardly express and make other people feel the pain that they have inside because life isn't going the way they want or they feel they deserve. That's a big one. They feel like they deserve things out of what that's yeah. like the whole incel thing to begin with is they feel like they deserve these women or yeah. whatever it may be. And that's just usually not the case. But like as far as comic culture, the main things, though, that bug me, I mean, because the critique culture that goes beyond comic books, yeah, and that, you know, the that's, movies, that's, that's everything anymore. Thing. Like that's one thing like we start printing, you know, publishing novels that's going to be somewhere to deal with is. Fucking we've assholes. We've got a little bit just with the stuff on the on the site, like my the 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 one the one way too on, fucking viral. Yeah, the one way too viral viral uh superhero article. Yeah, has has got some like negative things, and like you know, some of them I will. I've actually had to delete some because they were violent almost yeah. like threatening other members yeah, people that were commenting and it's not even like it's towards me the guy who wrote it yeah. it's towards what somebody else commented on you just because they had a different opinion and it, that that stuff like we don't accept on you know i'm yeah. not that's not flying on the site at all but we, you know you get a lot of that in the world so like uh, but other than that like the, this comic book culture specifically you know actually like that guy that that does it for me just that uh knowledge testing and constant correcting mid-sentence this is one thing like okay you know i i, I fucked up somebody's name tell me after i'm done talking yeah like, oh, by the way caleb you know his name is blah blah just say no or something like that don't just be like well I, actually the fucking reed richardson is franklin not frit not you know frank we don't know we calls him frank yeah. like well, well that that you now that you said it oh. now that you said it i flipped the whole table <laughs> podcast equipment and all I had to stop myself whenever you were talking about the black uh, Nick Flurry, you know, Samuel L. Jackson. The, the, the reason of why he is in the comics, there is a, like in the Ultimate it's Universe. Right, in, in the Ultimate Universe, Nick Flurry is black and he looks like Samuel L. Jackson. Well, I didn't know when that came out, though. Yeah, it came out before the movie. Okay. It came out before the well, movie. Well, that's why I said specifully if. Well, actually. Yeah. I said specifically. If he was white Nick Fury in the comics, because I wasn't sure either, but still, 
Is that on? Actually, I, I don't like that. But again, it's different. Like if it's just us or like with friends, yeah. that's one thing. And um, that, that that's not just like correcting. That's just anything. Just don't fucking interrupt people to spout your nonsense. The one fun thing is though to do whenever you're trying to talk to somebody, like like certain people that we used to work with work with to, uh, because they were they were insecure with like themselves, so they would always try to like they saw that we were into it. So, in the comics, though, they would try to be like, I'm into comics, too. Just lie. And just lie. Because, like, if you're not into it, it's whatever. Like, I don't care. But, like, you're into it. You, you say you're into it, but you're really not. So then you try to come up with some fake shit. And then, like, I either correct or make up my own fake shit so that they agree to it. And then it's like, I know you don't know nothing now. Oh, that that's a, that's calling people on the bullshit. That's a completely different topic for another day. That's, that's warranted, I think. Mainly that, because that kind of feels like... Especially if you're not real deep into comic culture or if you're new to it. Like I said before, you know, you go to a shop or something, you're interested in learning more about it. You get two experiences. You can meet like a, a Colin, for instance, yeah. you know, the owner, or maybe one of us were there. Yeah. You saw you picking up something and maybe, you know. He might ask, like, hey, what do you, what do you, do you know anything about this? What do yeah, but like, it? hey, I'm, I'm, I like Spider-Man in the movies. Where should I start in the yeah. comics? And you'd be like, oh, well, you know, here's a good starting point. You Correct me, or not correct them, but uh, direct them into the right... Yeah, we'll give them some options that they make yeah. sure just everyone Or you could be the guy that just fucking completely uh, rebuffs them, yeah. or just like... This is trash. Oh, yeah. Trash. That's you garbage. Oh, you're, you're just a movie fanboy, huh? Like one of those... That whole... That, again, that goes with the superiority thing. It's like, oh... I, I almost want to say that goes with... um. Because the old days, if you were really into comics, I'm not talking about old days, probably like 80s and 90s, I'm going like far back in time, you were, uh, it's like a niche group. Yeah. So if you were into that, and some guy like, say, a Caleb walked in who's never read a comic, and he walks in with his blonde hair and blue eyes. And... It, 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 it's kind of like, um, uh, like towards the end of Freaks and Geeks, where like the the popular like James Franco guy, mm-hmm. he, had, did you, have you ever never watched, watched it? So like, James Franco is like this, like, you know, smoker, kind of long, greasy hair, James cool kid. Dude. Yeah, kind of, you know, he's one of the, like, the cool guys. But, like, towards the end, because of all, like, you know, because they have, like, those guys and they got, like, the nerdy kids. But towards the end of that first season, like, he, like, in the actual last season, like, the last episode ends with, like, him, like, learning how to play, like, I think it's either Dungeon or Dragon or Magic, like, with them and stuff like that. So, you can hopefully find a group like that that will willingly exactly. yeah bring you in or you can find those assholes that are just like oh you don't know and then you just you just lose somebody who could experience that stuff with you and then maybe well, no. help make that grow the old school mentality was almost as if you know from day one they were into this shit like well started somewhere yeah. just because you started maybe when you were a kid or something doesn't mean you know somebody else can't join in later but the old school mentality is kind of like Oh, he's kind of invading on yeah. our. That's why, like, a lot of women get that, even still. Um, like, I don't understand why. Like, let them. You want girls coming, let right? Them I never got that either. Like, the nerd kind of hard to get chicks, and I don't want chicks in because I don't know. But uh, that's actually went. I mean, I'm sure that it still happens in comics, but it's really gone into gaming now because yeah. there's a lot of gamers on uh, Twitch really, and stuff that are ladies. Or just even like tech in general. Yeah, and tech in general, and they just. Uh, Almost like it's, you know, an all-boys club. We can't have girls come in. We can't have these outsiders. It's like, why? 
don't you just want more people? I don't yeah. get it. The more and the like, comic culture is kind of finally they realize, oh, the more people you accept, they accept you. I'm not getting shoved into lockers anymore. They want to go to the movies with yeah. me to check out, or they, hey Spencer, you fucking uh. You know, that Spider-Man movie is awesome. How is he in the comics? Yeah. Oh, well, you're talking to the right guy yeah. here, buddy. But, you know, in the old days, it's like, hey, Spencer, it's the comic book thing. It's shooting in the eye with yeah. jizz or something. Yeah. Yeah. Which I never get. Like, I never get, like, walk or show doing anything like that. I, know, I never even used my locker. No. Well, but I'm just saying, like, I've never, I never got... Because, like, I didn't really get in, into comics until, like, middle of mid... Like, you were, yeah, you weren't, like, a comic book nerd. To, like, like the, like halfway through middle school. Like, yeah, you were kind of in with the jock crowd, weren't you, a little well, bit? Well, even after, like, even when I even still, like, got heavy into comics, I still was, like, on the football team and, and stuff like that, so... See, I think it's just, like, the school we went to. We kind of benefited because most of our friends were, like, black gangsters and stuff. Yeah. Like, so, and we were all either poor or you had some rich kids, but that was the only groups. So it didn't matter what you looked like or what you were into. You kind of just grouped in with people. But if you like Trinity, but other certain high schools in the area, um, more uh, posh, knobby kids and stuff, real clicky, like my sister went to for her, most of her schooling. And that was kind of like if you read comics and it wasn't popular, you get shoved into the locker. Yeah. You? Like we, that wasn't even like a thing. No. The people were like, you read? Okay. It wasn't like Fresh Prince of Bel Air where he had to hide his books in the pizza box. Yeah. So the fucking bullies didn't like take it when he was in Philadelphia. You know what? We are out of time. But I would like if our fans maybe would, uh, if they were so inclined, maybe shoot us an email or hit us up on Twitter or somewhere and kind of let us know, um, like what their thoughts on this matter. Yeah. Maybe what they've experienced. Maybe some personal stories of, uh, Feeling dejected, feeling accepted. Yeah. I mean, we kind of make fun of cosplay to a degree because it's something we're not into, jokingly. But, like, oh, but I respect the hell out of it. Oh, yeah. Like, the good cosplay, the really good cosplay, like, I just, like, I don't even understand, like, how it works. I don't even understand. Like, I can, like, look at comics and I can look at a comic page and I can, get, I can kind of break down in my mind how the guy probably wrote it. And like how it got transferred into his make like something and stuff like that. But like like how some of these people like make these crazy outfits. I was like, where do you even get the? Where do you buy the spandex from? <laughs> <laughs> so much I don't know about the world. But you know, like just we were talking about, you know, those people. It's because like they have their own little community, and they seem very accepting of any. Because that's one thing I always say about cosplayers. Whenever I meet them at conventions and stuff, anybody. That it comes in, even if you just have a really shitty mm -hmm. mask yeah. and like cardboard on, they just bring you right in. Yeah, you know what'll help? Let's take some pictures. Yeah, like that is my idea of a real positive, accepting culture, and I think that we definitely need more of that in mm -hmm. the rest of society. I'd like yeah. to see. Regardless, if you folks want to send us stuff or just hit us up, you can go to drunkenpenwriting.com. Hit us up on Twitter at drunkpenwriting. You can go to our Facebook page and. Leave us a whole fucking book entry if one doesn't matter because we probably don't read it. <laughs> so there's people on there to read stuff, just not necessarily us. And then uh, I, I've checked the comments at least. I should probably do a better jo job of moderating. I don't, I don't even know if people comment anymore. Somebody does. I get them on notifications. Somebody's sharing or liking or something. That's good. Anyway, uh, we have the Goodreads page, which you can go to under the same name. And uh, you can hit us up on the old email, which you can find on our contact page. 
So, comics, man. Read them. Yeah. Just don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Thank you.